0: Hey, this is Mandy. This is Leanne. And you're listening to Two Blonde Sleuths.
1: What's a sleuth, you ask? (laughs) Leanne, what's a sleuth? A sleuth, according to Google, is a person who investigates crimes. A detective. (laughs)
0: Oh, <laughs> we should start like a PI agent. Yeah, totally for she. sure. We're, but for now, um, let's just start t- talking about these cases. And every week, you know, we're going to switch up. I'm going to tell you a case, Leanne, this week that you've never heard of. But, unsolved, right? Well, well, it's an unsolved case. Actually, this week's an unsolved case. And I'm not really crazy. Like when I'm listening to podcasts, I don't love uh, unsolved cases because I want there to be a resolution. But what's so important for telling unsolved cases is that it needs more attention and mm-hmm. so you feel like you're doing something and just you know instead of trying to put it out there and put the word out there and get this case yes you know some more attention attention yes thank you all right <clears throat> well today I'm going to tell y'all about Ebby stepek Ebby was able to save money to buy expensive makeup In the summer of 2015, Ebby started working at Foot Locker. Her parents said that's when her behavior changed. I don't know if it was the crowd or, you know, what she was, the different crowd she was hanging out with, but she became rebellious and not really the same girl. And so that fall of 2015, Abby started her senior year at a public school, which she had always gone to a private school her whole life. So, you know, these are new kids, and she, her parents just said she was acting different. She was acting out. She was um, just not the same, Abby. And so they told her, they said, if you can't, you know, it was her mother and her stepfather, Michael, that she lived with. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you can't abide by our rules, then you, you're 18. You just need to move out. That's harsh. In high school? It's harsh in high school. Yeah. yeah I tough. mean, she was 18.
1: I what I she was doing. I don't it was know. that
0: bad? They just said she wasn't the same person. She yeah. was rebellious. She was hanging out with a different crowd, um, which I think, you know, we'll come back to that, is why this case wasn't taken maybe as seriously as it should have been. Yeah. Maybe they heard that from her Kind parents. of a bad girl. That's maybe. what they were thinking. So, which, you know, that wasn't the case at all. So, they were completely wrong. Um, so, the police and thinking that. I mean, you just, I guess you never know with kids these days, right? But um, so in fall of 2015, that's when she started the, the different schools. She was living with, staying with her brother, Trevor. He was a lot older than her, mm-hmm. I assume, because she was living with him and staying with friends. Around October 23rd, which I guess is, you know, not long after school starts, 2015, Abby attends a party. And that evening, which I assume when the party was, um, she was sexually assaulted by four men and they videoed it. So allegedly, that's you know what happened. Like October. random men or, like, yeah. school school people. Like I assume classmates. Young men. I read men for men. People that she knew.
1: Maybe don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe you know people that went to her new school. I'm not sure. Maybe people that you know how people just say guys come to a party. Maybe it was older guys and they came to the younger party. You know who yeah. knows. I don't, I don't know. They never, they never mention who they were. They just said that, you know, this is what happened. And hmm. the reason that this was known, because on October 24th, the next day, 2015, Abby texts her stepfather, Michael, and she told him about the incident. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, will you ask, will, will you help me report this to the police? And he said yes, of course. And he was with the mom at this time, maybe at, you know, eating with her somewhere, dinner. And, and he said that she didn't want her He said, you know, when I leave your mother, I will, I'll call you and we'll get together and we'll go down and report this. Okay, so later on, he tried to reach her, is what he said, and he couldn't get her. You know, she just, she never responded to his text calls, anything that night, which was the night of October 24th. It may not have been, I guess, out of the ordinary since she was being rebellious already, like kind of being bad. Maybe. I don't think he was super worried about it, but, I mean, that was a very serious, you know, thing that she came and told her dad about, and he... I think they were pretty freaked out, and he didn't. She didn't want her mother to just like lose it, and freak out. So she just wanted it to stay between them, I guess, until they reported it. So um, this is. They said though that you know what she had done that day is that she had gone to her grandparents and um, she spent some time with them, and they had were watching TV, and they went to get yogurt, and she told them she said, "I'm leaving to meet my father." stepfather michael and they were like okay you know and she told him she loved him quote i'll be back don't lock the door i'll be back to spend the night so that was the last time that anybody physically saw her which was october 24th 2015 and i guess i assume that was at night she said she was going to go meet her stepdad but all the calls were unanswered Mm -hmm. and he never heard from her so we weren't really sure you know what happened between that and the next day so the next day was October 25th, 2015. Trevor, her brother, I think he had been trying to get in touch with her and finally he gets in touch with her at 5:30 that afternoon, which was October 25th, 2015, and she sounded disoriented and panicked. She said she wasn't sure where she was. And um, they had a 4-minute conversation. I don't know. I think he was just trying to, you know, figure out. He said she sounded kind of messed up and he really he just hmm. he really didn't know where she was obviously she didn't know where she was and they got disconnected and that was the last time anyone ever heard from her
1: did she do drugs do we know i don't really know i mean i I guess
0: they never said but if a rebellious you know 18 year old yeah maybe that she sounded messed up and you know that was the that was the last day that anybody that anybody talked to her so the parents i think they were pretty concerned because of the you know the events that were unfolding the sexual assault and then so i'm guessing the dad stepdad must have told the mom and like hey i think this so. happened and she has gone yeah now she's gone oh. you know trevor finally gets in touch with her and then she says she you know she sounds disoriented that worries them so the right. whole family's worried now okay it's a lot they, happening What's yes. going on so um you know they go they contact the police and the police say well you have to wait 12 hours to to file a missing person that's a random amount I and, It was like 48 or something yeah, the mom found out later that's not even true. She's the, And so they, like, waited. And they in the meantime, they, like, put out flyers. I mean, they were already, like, working to try to find her. And they, you know, in the, they said that when they reported it, it for the 12 hours, it was in the middle of the night. I mean, they just waited for that 12 hours, which they found out later wasn't even true.
1: And... one well, thing they can of do whatever they want to do. They just do that. Like, yeah. they don't want to get a bunch of false reports, but it's still...
0: Yeah. It's not I mean, okay. I know it's not okay but because I guess, the, you know, is. they knew she'd be in, in rebellious. She's mm-hmm. 18. She may just be off. I mean, that's not that long. I mean, I guess, you know, yeah. so I guess that's what it was. But so then they just kept
1: telling her. I think they kept making the parents believe that it was a runaway, or that's what they kept thinking. So days later. She said, I don't know where I am to her brother. Yeah. Like, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. And then nobody can get in touch with her anymore. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think they just thought she was off on a, you know, oh. joy hike party or whatever i don't know right but days later her car was found abandoned in Chalamont park and they had actually said so they found her car it was in volkswagen passat 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 yeah it was found parked there her keys her phone her purse her makeup her contacts lens cases and the, her mother was really worried because she said all her makeup was broken and scattered all over her car i mean her phone's there the keys are in the ignition she worked hard for that makeup that's what her mom said. So she said she really knew. She was like, I knew something bad. It yep. was wrong. I mean, she wouldn't, first of all, she wouldn't run away and leave her phone. Of course, no, no teen's going to leave their phone, right? And all their expensive makeup and, and their medication. She left her medication and their, everything
1: she needed. Yeah. So they
0: knew. I mean, they knew this was not a runaway. But I don't really think the police still, after they found her car abandoned in this park, I still don't think they believed that, you know, she was anything but just miss or runaway. I think they didn't think anything. Yeah. No foul happened. play. Yeah, they didn't think it was foul play or anything. And they searched the park, Chalamont Park. They searched it. They never found anything. So they just, you know, kept saying that she was a runaway. So <coughs> I'm sorry I have to call. So in the meantime, her parents did not, you know, did sorry, not I'm believe her. I want to see what she looks like now that we're talking about. Okay. It. Her parents did not believe that this was a runaway. So they hired a private investigator of their own, which they they should have, you know, Monty Vickers. And he he asked a security guard that worked at the park mm-hmm. months later. He said that, um, you know, he, he asked him, he went and interviewed him, and he explained that Eby, the security guard, said the car had been there for two days. Oh. He had reported it to the police, and the police took two days to come there, which nice. was October 28th, nice. I think, 2015. So basically right after she talked to her brother, sort of, I guess, It had been there for two days? It had been there. No, it had been there. So the policeman, excuse me, the security guard Mm -hmm. called the police Uh on, I think, two days before it was discovered Mm -hmm. and said, there's an abandoned car here. I think you guys need to come check it out. Okay. And the police didn't come for two days. Mm -hmm. So finally, when they come two days you know, that's when they found it and they ran the plates, I assume, and they realized it was Ebby's and they found all the stuff, you know, that. Obviously her parents knew she wouldn't have left behind. Yeah. So that's why they said, you know, we're gonna hire a Most eighteen year olds would not leave their phone behind. Their phone, their makeup, I don't their leave my phone medication. Behind. So they hired a yeah, this guy, Marty Pickers. Yeah, and he said he even tried to reach out to him for three months and they never returned his calls. So he like, said interview him? To um, the security guard? No, that they had re- he had reached out to the police mm-hmm. to talk to them and yeah. they never they didn't return his calls. So he said, you know, I, need, I, I realized this case, case was botched, and I needed to, you know, get hire a. I I needed to take this case on. So he, he interviews a security guard at the park, and the security guard told him about how, you know, I, I saw the car here, and I reported it to the police, yeah. and two days later they show up. And he even said that he saw Ebbie had met a man on multiple occasions um, at the park. He had it on his dash cam footage, but guess what? Just guess what? <laughs> he had sin lost sin, yeah, since lost, lost the recording. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the security
1: man. guard's name? Did we know that? No, I don't have his name. I guess I was but thinking Monty was
0: a security guard. I was no, like, Monty wait, wait. Wakers is the private investor. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Okay, gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so even this was another thing I forgot. This
1: maybe the police knew the security guard maybe was not so credible and that's why they didn't follow up with him, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, and, well, okay, so the cell, he actually, he pulled her cell phone records, the police didn't even do that, Hmm.
0: and her cell phone records, okay, for the night, that night that she had been with her grandparents and Mm -hmm. was supposed to meet up with her stepdad, that night, she had made two calls to the police station. The 24th, right? Yes. Okay. And each a minute long, and the Little Rock police said they had no record of it, so, like,
1: you don't, Which you is know. She a policeman. She I don't know if she, she hung up. Maybe she,
0: maybe she got scared. Well, maybe she got scared. Yeah. Maybe she chickened out. And maybe she hung it up. You know, who knows? And listen to what else it said on her phone. She had sent text messages indicating several messages to the men that she she had, that she had accused sexually assaulting her,
1: threatening to go to the police. So clearly she knew these men. And she had their phone numbers in her phone. Yeah. So and she had sent them messages. And that I'm was 18 teenage phone men. Purchase. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with that.
0: Just yeah. because, I mean, I
1: don't think an 18-year-old would have four grown men in her phone no. just, on the ready to text, why did you rape me? When they said men and, the, you know, and
0: yeah. what I read um, on the... Maybe young men would have been a better yeah. portrayal did of, sort that. of that. I think, oh, but I guess at 18, you're considered
1: a man. I mean, I guess. I'm just saying, even though they must have a- been classmates. Or You're somebody, yeah. yeah, classmates. No, no grown men on the ready to text that to. I would, I wouldn't think. I might be wrong.
0: Yeah, I know. And then get this: when her parents got the car back, okay, from the police, the interior was all damaged due to rain. With the trunk left open, there was just water damage everywhere in the car. Just the trunk was left open. Um, the trunk was left open. Yeah, I don't think. But the, you know, that could have been. There could have been evidence in there and DNA, and it was just ruined. But, but the inside, inside, where her makeup well, and stuff was. Um, that, that was not. Oh, okay. I don't think that had water damage. But the, the trunk, Maybe the back the of back. the car was left open, which was, you know, that's just too bad. Because, I mean, it wasn't, who
1: knows if that was done. Like who she might, could have been in there.
0: Well, it could have been left open before they ever swabbed it for
1: DNA. And it got rained in. Do yeah, I don't think rain washes away like DNA, I think you can still find it. You don't it. think so? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, they treated her. I'm I no mean, CSI, but I'm thinking that you can find it somewhere in there. They're still thinking after all this that she's just a runaway.
0: And, I mean, her parents, I mean, they tried everything. They fought and fought and fought. And they
1: Clearly said that, they're not sleuths.
0: <laughs> well, they hired a PI. I oh, mean, he is, tried. but not
1: the, not, the, not the PD. Yeah, they. I mean, they did the LRPD everything. is not. Oh,
0: in pure uh, per a 2017 report, the men <laughs> step back. Stepak. had accused of sexual assault, had Wait all spoken name. to the police, though no formal searches of their cell phones were done for the alleged video of her rape, of, of Stepak's rape. What? Wait, what? So That's they idea. were all interviewed, all the men. Oh, the four that, young the men. The sexual assault that they were accused of. The, mm-hmm. the men that were sexually, <laughs> the young men, yeah, or the young men whatever. <laughs> that were accused of the sexual assault, they were, you know, they were all police t- talked to them, but there was no formal searches done. Oh, they didn't look on their cell phones? No, they didn't look on their cell phone for videos or anything like that. And then in December 2017, in an attempt to bring publicity to her case, her mother and and brother Trevor appeared on Dr. Phil. They offered a $50,000 reward with information leading to their daughter's discovery. That was in 2017.
1: So so they they still don't know where she is?
0: At this point, they still don't know where she is. There's nobody.
1: Like no, she, she didn't found no her by hand. She's just no, They No, it was just her car. They've only
0: found her car. Oh. They've done the search. No, they think she's still a runaway because they searched the park. They, you know, they've questioned these boys. They've done all this, and they still can't find her. So I guess just to them, they just think, they oh, we searched everywhere. She's just a runaway. You know, there, there's not. And so that's why her parents, they knew that wasn't the truth, and they hired a private investigator. They were just like, this isn't it. So in uh. 2017, mm-hmm. Tommy Hudson who had retired earlier, but he decided to come back on some cold cases. He took
1: over the case. Okay, so, uh, you know, he was just reopening there was no everything. no cloud in 2015. No what, yeah. No cloud. cloud. Yeah. They can't go find their cloud. <laughs> See, they try to delete something. Yeah, the boys.
0: Well, they yeah. didn't search the phones anyway. That's so stupid. Now, and I'm not, it didn't say that Tommy Hudson did, but he came in on the case in 2017.
1: Well, two years later, but they probably have dealt totally different phones by well, now. Well, they definitely do. Yeah, I mean, they've upgraded you know, for sure. Different
0: phones and they, all they have to do is just not back them up, I guess, right? And then they lose right? it. But so he just, you know, he felt like I need to go back. He said he just had a gut feeling. He said, I need to go back to that park because that's where the car was found. That's mm-hmm. where she was last, well, in her car is mm-hmm. what she told her brother. Mm-hmm. So on May 22nd, 2018, a mere 60 feet where her car had been found. Two years earlier, her remains were found in a drainage pipe. Oh, they did find him. They did find her Just remains. not
1: before when I was asking
0: you. Uh, not way before. Ahead of time. Not yet. So they had not yet. The gun. Okay. So, yes, they finally found her remains. So, obviously, they said, you know, this was a homicide. But, they obviously, she wasn't a Duh. runaway. So, they had looked in the drainage pipe. It was a drainage pipe that he said, the detective, Tommy Hudson, said that she was, he had to get, like, an excavator, you know, get all these things. And they had to put a camera down in there. He said that there had been a lot of water, and it just had pushed her down, like, yeah. to the end of a park. I know. Really? It was really it's really sad. It's really sad and it's you know Sixty feet from her car? Sixty
1: feet from her car. So the police so,
0: just okay. Yeah, so her mom of so course weird. was fuming because how many years, you know, that had gone by you could have there's a search
1: party or anything like she's here's her
0: car, let's all go out and oh, get grid all, and no, and they No, they all searched. They all searched. It was just that they just couldn't find her in that pipe. In that she had pipe. been yeah, it would. she had been pushed so far down and he thinks that which Tommy Hudson had said that he looked at the weather report after she had
1: been missing, and do you he like how was, I said, let's do a grid and go search. Like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about that. But
0: <laughs> they definitely searched for, and even I, I read this on True Crime Society that Maggie Foley, a family friend, a mother of one of Evie's best friends, mm-hmm. claimed she had smelled decomposition while doing a private search in the area. Like her and her, you know, some uh, people, and alerted the authorities. Okay, this was like a few days later. No dogs. Uh, they they took dogs out there, too. Maybe they put like her there that. later? I don't know. I don't think it was later. I think she just, I think, I don't know if she was just flushed into the pipe. I think by the, t- think about it, they didn't find the car immediately. So they didn't know where to look right at the beginning.
1: I know, but can't those dogs, like, smell decomposition from, like, 20 years ago? Like, I smell something was dead now? Huh? Yeah, those dogs, yes, they definitely are supposed to what be able are they to called? do that. Uh... Cadaver. Cadaver, dogs. cadaver dogs yes cadaver dogs
0: thank you Emma. thank you yes and so um yeah they did they searched it but this lady said this was a few days later and she said she she told the authorities about it and they kind of dismissed her and we're told search with recovery canines would have picked up on the scent of human decomposition and assured her it must be an animal because they had taken dogs out there which i, I, I do
1: gonna missing in little rock arkansas i
0: know
1: and another
0: um Another sad thing that her brother, in two thousand April of 2019, her older brother Trevor, dies from a massive heart attack at just 35 years old. Oh God! I know. And her mother finds out like that he every he just never stopped searching for her before she was found. Obviously, he would go on his lunch break and go look through abandoned cars and look through trunks. I mean, like every day. Did they determine for her. how she was
1: killed? Like her? Okay, like, so they, she strangled, beaten.
0: They do know how she was killed, but they only, the detective, the medical examiner, and the killer know how she was killed because they do know they 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 will not release it, not even her parents
1: know. Now they're getting on board with how things should be done. Well,
0: there's a different
1: detective. Yeah.
0: Tommy, I mean, you know, Tommy Hudson.
1: Tommy Hudson.
0: Yeah, he came in, which actually recently he just retired again, and there's a new guy on the case, and, um, you know, hopefully... He will do, I mean, you know, they'll keep this case open and and keep going with this because obviously it's a homicide.
1: I mean, it is a homicide. I'm going to have to go with one of the four young men, probably. I mean, it's not exactly the wisest thing to do to sit in your car in Little Rock, Arkansas and start texting people you're accusing of raping you. Four people listening. Oh, I know. know. I'm just saying, they're probably like, just, just. this is, I'm not about this life. you got to go.
0: I mean, it's just so sad. She was yeah. a beautiful girl. She was super she cute. I looked like, at her. Yeah, I mean, her mom said, you know, she had, she's just so, so funny and, you know, always made everybody feel good and I laugh. I know who and, the boys were. I know. It, you know, I, I could not find anywhere where the boys were. So they could have, I mean, they could have been younger. Who knows? They could have been 17 and they couldn't release their names, you know. I'm not really sure, but... This is still an open open case and it's unsolved. And if you have any information regarding the murder of Ebby Stepek, please contact the Little Rock Police Department 501 404 3128 or 501 371 4829, Little Rock PD non emergency line. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Two Blonde Sleeves. We'll be back next
1: week with a brand new episode.